Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac, and it's a beautiful Thursday afternoon day we're recording here. Actually, today happens to be my mom's birthday. Yep. We're recording on May the 13th. Um, it's the day before graduation yeah. here at Raymond Bible Training College, our 47th graduating class. And so we're fixing to send some graduates, you know, off to, what are they going to do? They're going all around the world. All around the world to bring hope, hope, help, help, and, and healing, healing to the entire world. Amen. So we're so excited about what God's doing here. Weather's not too bad. about 70 degrees today. So Awesome day. Awesome day. You know, just a nice warm day and a great day for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we, we love to hear from you guys. Um, if you would, drop us an email um, at podcast at rhema.org. Rhema spelled R-H-E-M-A. Podcast at rhema.org. And let us know how much you like the podcast. Let us know how much you don't like Tony, but you like me a whole lot better. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, just, just tell us um, you know, how much you appreciate or do not appreciate the podcast. Tell if, us you love us because we're real thin skin. Yeah, we're thin, thin, yeah. Real thin skin. Yeah. Maybe there's something you'd like us to talk about on the podcast. We do know that you want us to, and, to interview more ladies. We're going to work on that even though we don't have a lady today, but you know, it, it is what it is. It is. Um, but also, we are on um, Facebook and Instagram, Raymond Podcast, Facebook, Instagram. You know, like our page, follow us, and you know, I, I don't we're going to post some pictures, but Craig has been really falling down on the picture thing. Yeah. I, I feel bad, you know. Well, you know, some of us aren't so photogenic anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know, there is a reason that we're, that we're only an audio podcast, Faces right? made for you radio. Know, you know, you know, so we, we don't want you to see that I've lost 80 pounds in the last mm-hmm. you know, six months. Well, we either. don't want to catch you in the midst of a transformation. Yeah. You know? transform- I want you to fully metamorph. Metamorph. Into the beautiful butterfly that you're becoming. Yeah. Anyway, we, we have... One of my best friends today, I mean, he's, he's been a, a friend for a very, very long time, um, Pastor David Kramer. He pastors in Chandler, Arizona. Pastor David, it's so good to have you with us. And actually, Pastor David is here because he's going to be the commencement speaker tomorrow night at the 47th annual Rama Bible Training College graduation. In fact, if you want to know more, more about Rama, rbtc.org, and you can find out all about Rama. So, Pastor David, it's good to have you with us. Um, tell us what your church's name, and give us the website, too, in case someone wants to contact you. Brother Craig, it's an honor, uh, to, to say the least. Uh, your love, your friendship has meant the world to me, and just to be here with you today, uh, to glean from your wisdom and share a few thoughts. It's definitely awesome. I'm not sure how wise well, know, Tony or I are. <laughs> or, you know, yeah. Maybe Cliffy Poo over here has some wisdom, but you know, at least he has some technical wisdom. You know. I don't think kinder words have been spoken upon this podcast. I have a tear in my eye. <laughs> you know, I, I, think, I think you were the dumb part. I'm, I'm the wise part. Oh, okay. You're the dumb yeah, part yeah, of yeah, wisdom. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it yeah, is, Tony. Yeah. Well, I have to personify as a... So... Well, Anyway, uh, my name up. Uh, yeah, tell us, tell us some, your church's name. My church's name. And your website. Covenant Life uh, Christian Center. We're in Chandler, Arizona. We go by Covenant Life. We keep it real simple. And uh, you can go to Covenant, uh, just type in Covenant Life. Um, I'm drawing a blank on my website. You should have told me ahead of time. It's, CovenantLife.com, maybe? Just, just no, type it's, in CL.church. 
Oh, CL.church. So, so yeah. CL stands for... So Covenant Life. I know that's hard. I, I drew yeah. blank on CL.church. CL.church. That's, that's bad. I knew it was letters. I knew the first yeah. thing I was trying to think. So CL.church. Anyway, David, you know, like like three years ago, I think you came to Raymer, right? Um, you know, um, that's a joke, obviously. Um, just tell us, you know, how you heard about Raymer Bible Training College and how old were you whenever you came and... You know, just just let, let everyone know what you kind of your Rama story. Would love to. Um, when I was coming out of high school, I uh, actually was, I was headed to a uh, 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 mechanic school and uh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I was, I was headed to uh, Laramie, Wyoming, Wyoming and um, couldn't get settled. And I started praying. I said, Lord, what am I supposed to do? He said, you know, uh, you're supposed to go into the ministry, go to Bible college. Well, I should have been more specific because what I did was is I just found, uh, you know, some, where some of my other friends were going. And uh, so they were going to a, a school in Texas. And so I just said, well, I'm going to Bible college, too. Uh, so I was out in Texas for about a year. And the whole time I was there, man, I, you know how you, you, you just you're in the permissive will of God. You're just not comfortable. Well, what's, uh, what's Brother Hagin used to say? Taking a bath with your socks still on. Taking a shower with your socks on. That's yeah. exactly how I felt. I know Tony does it all the time. But, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of that semester, I said, man, this is not it. I'm just not happy. And we were living in, in downtown Dallas, North Dallas, and it was rough. I mean, there was shootings every night. You know, our apartment got raided the complex two or three times a week. And so I was ready to go anyways, but I was praying. I just went in my uh, well, you know, that was a great place to go witness, probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you probably witnessed a lot of stuff over there. <laughs> yeah, I witnessed a lot. Uh, wore Kevlar as I was witnessing. But um, we, uh, I, started, I really started seeking God. And so one day, uh, someone sent me, after like two weeks of praying, an envelope. And uh, I opened it up, and they said on that envelope, have you considered Rama?" I thought, Rama? What's a Rama?" So they had put inside there this cassette uh, on faith. And um, it was a bootleg copy. They'd taken an old Amway cassette and <laughs> ripped the label <laughs> off, and you can have what you say. And I, and I thought, whatever. I put it in. I, I was so hungry, I just wanted the will of God. So I put it in there, and, and I heard Dad Hagen begin to preach. And when I heard those words of faith, everything inside of me said, you got to go this, to this school. And so I, I jumped up. I packed my bags that day. I found a flight from Dallas to Phoenix. I told all my friends, I'm leaving. They said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to Rama. They said, what's that? I said, I don't know. Well, I'm going to Rama. I'm going to go to this Bible school. And uh, they had actually sent me a word of faith, too, the person that sent me the cassette. And, and it, for, it was, for you guys that don't, word of faith, there's a monthly magazine yes. that we send out all and, across the world. And it had a picture of the, uh, of the 87, uh, or was it 80, 88 grad, 87 graduates on it? 87 graduates. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. I knew it was a school. So I went back to Arizona, and two weeks later, I was in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, it's just a step of faith. I had just enough money to get my, 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 my tuition, my, my apartment. Didn't know anybody. Um, but, man, I'm telling you what, I hovered. I floated to, to school every day. It was, it was heaven on earth. So what, what year was that? That was 1988. 1988, whenever you came to Rama. Yeah. And uh, came all by myself. Didn't know anybody. I was 19 years old. Did you sing the song? All by myself. <laughs> Come on, sing it there for Kramer. Sing, sing it by yourself. <laughs> you know, what's funny is back then my apartment was one hundred and forty-four dollars a month, and I thought that was a lot. Well, <laughs> at the burning tree, 
Wow. And the Burlington Yard is the nicest apartment in Tulsa, <laughs> so I'm going to let you know. <laughs> but uh, we graduated in 1990, and um, i tell you what, the greatest experience of my life, uh, this school, what it put into me, um, I, I don't know where I'd be if it weren't for Rama. to be honest with you. I'd probably be mechanics somewhere. <laughs> in Wyoming? In Wyoming, <laughs> you know. But the life um, that we've experienced, the joy of ministry, uh, seeing lives changed, being able to preach the word with confidence, knowing what to do when you're in the middle of a situation, to, to approach it with faith, to be led by the Spirit. You know, the confidence you have as a child of God, knowing that no matter where you're at, you have the answer if you're yeah, a child of really. God. Um, to see it affect not just my life, but to see it in my kids' lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which we didn't mention. Tell, tell us about your kids. What, what are they doing right now? We well, no, I don't know what Chloe's doing. Yeah, no, yeah. You tell. No, you well, tell, tell what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> you know, it's really neat. My, my daughter, um, she's graduating in, in uh, the 47th uh, mm-hmm. graduating class. And, uh, you know, both my kids very intelligent. But not just your daughter. Your daughter's well, husband. Well, yeah, her husband. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, it was really neat because um, – they're both very intelligent, Chloe and David. In fact, uh, Honor Society, you know, they, the school they attended was the top eight in the country. And they, ra- they rated like one and two in, in that school. That's how bright they were. So they, had, they could go to any school in the country. We had, I got tired of all the mail, you know, come to our school. Well, she, she had spent, she had a really good um, um, scholarship, Grand Canyon. Um, which is right in the which, which is right there, right. Um, so she was doing one year. And Grand um, Canyon does have the credits for rainbow training. Grand Canyon's a really good, a really good school. Um, but she was doing, she was doing a year just in, in, you know, in school right there at one of the community colleges, just to knock out some of the, she wanted to stay at home. She wasn't quite ready to leave. Um, she said, dad, I'm not quite settled. She said, I don't know why, but I just don't feel like I'm supposed to keep doing this. She goes, I know I got a scholarship and this, that, and the other. She said, I don't know, but I'm sensing that I'm supposed to go to Rama." Now, my baby leaped. You know how, you know, Elizabeth mm. <laughs> she yeah. leaped. In the, my, I said, oh, and I, and I tried to act real cool. I'm like, well, baby, if that's what God tells you to do, that's great, you know. But on the inside, I was just so excited. Well, I said, we'll pray about it, you know, and, and just follow God. And, and I said, we'll take you out there. You can check the school out. Well, a week later, here she is. She comes home from work, and she said, Dad, this really cute boy keeps coming into Subway. And, uh, and uh, so... He's, he's come in for every day of the week to get a BMT, a six-inch BMT. I said, he doesn't want a BMT. He wants your phone number. So um, I said, stay away from him. You know, anyways, about two weeks later, he asked her on a date, and, and I said, well, he has to come over. Um, but I had this thought, great, there goes Rama. You know what I mean? At least for a year, there goes Rama. Um, but uh, he, he came to the church, uh, got filled with the Holy Spirit. And it was funny. We never mentioned Rama to the kid. His name is Jordan. And uh, one day he was, at, he was at youth camp, and the Spirit of God fell. He got filled with the Holy Spirit. And he said, he went over to Chloe. He said, I don't know why, but God's telling me to go to Ramah. He goes, have you ever considered Ramah? Would you go to Ramah with me if I went to Ramah? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how God, what he does, um, and how he takes care of your kids. And so she's, uh, they got married, her, her and Jordan, in between first and second year. And uh, it's just so neat to see them. They're two peas in a pod, I'm telling you. They're precious I pick kids. on them sometimes, but they're, they're awesome. 
Yeah, it's awesome. And young Dave is a first year, my, my, my son. Mm-hmm. And, I call uh, him DJ for Dave Jr. Dave, Dave Jr. Yeah, my wife never approved of that. I know. But... She, she always got mad at me, but I still call him DJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he is precious. and, and uh... Sorry, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really neat to see your kids following. Uh, here's what I know. Uh, coming out of this school, they'll know God. Yeah. Amen. I, I, should, I should also mention that my son's graduating Yes. Tomorrow night, mm-hmm. you know, Blake Hagen, mm. you know, and then Skyler is first year student. So yeah, graduate next year with DJ. DJ, that's right. Yeah. It's good to see your kids there. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so um so after you graduated from, from Rama, you, you stuck around for, for a little bit. Um I did. Was heavily involved here at the ministry. Talk about that, you know, and you know, how God continued to speak to you even during those mm-hmm. times. Well, you know, I I was watching all my friends, you know, leave as they were graduating, going all over the place, and it was real exciting. But I didn't have any real direction, so um, I really prayed. Said, "Lord, what am I supposed to do?" He just said, "He said, hold tight." He said, "Get involved in the church," and so I started ushering and working in the parking lot, just serving God. It was wonderful. Um, and I don't know how far after that, but um, the Lord started dealing with me. I was working at a country club here in town, and. Um, the nicest country club in town. <laughs> yeah, very nice country club. Making good money. I thought it was good money. I thought I was rich. I was making like $24,000 yeah, a year. Yeah, but good thing you worked that country club because <laughs> those recipes actually came in handy two years later. <laughs> That's anyway, right. We'll get that in a minute. <laughs> so it's Sunday morning. I'm sitting on the back row, uh, school of the Bible. The back row? The back row. That's a spiritual row? I worked in the parking lot, so I slipped in. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? So it was, That's where the Lord speaks on the back Exactly. Row. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's where most of my church sits in the back. I don't know why that is. But anyways, I was in the back row. So they got the back seats and they'll sit up front. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. So um, the Lord really began to deal with me about coming to work here at the ministry. And, you know, I'm kind of pushing back on it. I'm like, Lord, I'm making good money at the country club. And, uh, you know, he said, come to work. So we kind of went back and forth. In fact, the whole time Craig was teaching, uh, we, we had this conversation. So finally at the end, I said, Lord, if you want me to come work here, I will, of course, but I want you to put it on their heart. I want them to approach me, which is a pretty big order, you know, because, you know, they're the Hagans. I'm just some dude working in the parking lot. So that's almost impossible as far as I'm concerned. It gets me off the hook. So Craig dismisses, and as soon as he says amen, he comes off that stage and he comes straight for me. And I thought, oh, no. And he said, hey, Kramer. And I said, yeah. He goes, have you ever thought about working here at the ministry? And I said, oh, no. I said, well, I've thought about it, you know. And he said, well, I got a position for you if you consider taking it. I feel like the Lord wants you to take this position. So I said, well, I'll pray about it because uh, that's, that's the spiritual answer. And so anyways, long story short, I came to work uh, here, and uh, that was 2000. I'm sorry, 1992. Uh, I started working in tape duplication, and uh, I loved it, to be honest with you. You know, here I am getting to take these tapes of faith and the Holy Spirit that Dad Hagen and Pastor Hagen had preached, and I was packaging them and sending them out, and it was amazing. Mm. Um, and I did that for about nine months, uh, and then a position opened up in the bookstore, and they asked if I would take that position, and uh, and uh, knew nothing about the bookstore, but you know, it was a wonderful journey. Um, really enjoyed working underneath Craig's leadership. Craig has a very unique style. Craig is very smart. Uh, and he's a great leader, uh, and he'll kind of give you an idea of what he wants you to do, and then he'll turn you loose. And he won't get on you unless— I'm not, it, a, I'm not a micromanager. Yeah, but if you don't get the job done, you're in trouble. 
So um, we worked really well together. His, his leadership was very refreshing. Um, we created a bunch of new products for the school as far as clothing and hats and all the things that we see now. Actually, we created the Faith Friend. We did. Which is one of the most popular things that we still sell today. Yeah. It was the Beanie, ba- Beanie Baby's anointed cousin, the Faith Friend. <laughs> Not only did we create it, we named it. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, anytime we, we have a healing line here, there's always Faith Friends there, people mm-hmm. praying over Faith Friends, and they're going out around the world. Yeah. You know, and people have been healed because. Something that Dave and I created. Faith friends bring hope, help, and healing. Yeah, and, that's and, right. And really, the, the the real reason for us is we were looking for some kind of because people would come to our bookstore and they say, "You have any kind of toys for kids? You know, we can bring back to our kids." And we're like, "No, we got a brother Higgins' new book," and you know, and, and so Kramer and I—I I call him Kramer—we um, um, came up with the actually, we, you know, we, we put the face chill on everything. Yeah, I mean, we had faith Nerf balls, you know, basketballs, Nerf footballs, and. In fact, I used to throw them in the balcony. Um, yeah, um, and you know we then we came across a faith friend, and it's been been pretty. We, we weren't thinking that's made of cloth. Yeah, you know, but it's been pretty awesome to to know that something that we that we actually did actually help people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean the footballs might have been okay, but you know. I think we had yo-yos too. Yeah, you know, it's interesting is we sold so many of those footballs that we actually had a contract with Nerf. We got them from Nerf directly at cost. Wow. Um, They thought, you guys are, you know, selling a lot of these footballs. What do you do? We're like, we're at church. And they thought, (laughs) what? (laughs) But it was neat to see um, how much product that went through this ministry, you know, especially at the conventions, camp meeting, winter Bible seminar. Um, But... It was a real joy. I, I loved. I loved that season. I loved working here, working with Craig. Yeah, and we went to conventions all over the all mm-hmm. over the country. Yeah, finding new products and new stuff. And and then my mom, it was her idea. We came up with the to, to open a coffee shop, and, and we actually named it the Coffee Bank because it was, it was a former bank. Yeah, and so we named it the Coffee Bank. And um, I was in charge, so I put Kramer over the Coffee Bank. And because of Kramer's working at the country club, he had some recipes that we borrowed from the country club. Mm, you know, that's so, right. And so, so see, his country club stuff kept, actually came in handy. That's right. In fact, um, Craig's famous Philly that we still sell today mm-hmm. was from the country club. But, you yeah. know, we had great times at the coffee bank. And like I said before, I mean, there's a lot of times that we get slammed after, you know, the students would get out of school and it would be slammed. And, and I'm in... Mom did not give us the biggest kitchen in the world. We we had a real small <laughs> kitchen to work with, and I actually I actually asked for a bigger kitchen, and she said, "No, it's big enough." So you know, mom says it's big enough. We big enough. And, it's big enough. Yeah, and it, it was hot. I mean, you know, you, you had three people working in there. Yeah, I mean, you know, and so I don't know. Most days I end up running food, and actually the normal schedule I would I'd take my lunch, I'd run food to people's tables, bus a few tables. And then I go teach prayer school and healing school. Yeah, that's kind of was my that was what I did five days a week because you know it doesn't matter who you are you're going to do what you need to do to that's right. get the job done. So you know th- those were fun times. You know, really fun. Yeah, but then um, the Lord laid it on your heart. Well, actually, we were actually talking about we were traveling. We were at a at a convention in California, Anaheim, California. Yeah, and and you told my, me and my parents. About a young lady that you were dating, and you were so tell us tell us about that story. What a gift! Yeah, I met this uh, pretty girl named Jill. In fact, she worked in tape duplication the same time I did, but she was five years behind uh, me. She uh, 
She came in 95. So, you know, we we're kind of hanging out, and I really liked her, but, you know, I was being over-spiritual. I thought, you know, I want to make sure I marry the right person. I'm going into ministry, this, that, and the other. So one day I was in family prayer, and uh, I was just really praying. And family prayer is where the staff used to come together here at the ministry on Tuesdays. And so um, right in the middle of my prayer, I mean, I, I laid it all out for God. And Pastor Hagen got up there, and he stopped everyone. I think we had 350 employees in the room at the time. And Pastor said, stop, everyone stop. I heard this in my spirit. And I kid you not, he recited word for word my prayer. And then he told me the answer. You know, it was just so simple. You know, it's like, <laughs> just make a decision, you know. <laughs> and um, I was so grateful for that because, you know, I was really wrestling with something I didn't need to. And, and um, so we were in, An- in Anaheim maybe six months later, and I told him the story, and Pastor said, well, what, do you, what have you done with this? Have you asked her to marry you? I said, no. And uh, Miss Lynette said, you go get a ring right now, and you propose. In other words, I needed that little nudge. <laughs> so I did. And uh, best decision I've ever made. And she actually said yes. That's she did. That was a miracle. Yeah, miracle. See, God does perform miracles. So, <laughs> pretty wild. And then, you know, um, I know the Lord laid it on your heart to go out. You got an opportunity to be an associate pastor. Yeah. And then from there, you, you started your church. We started, yeah, in 2011, February 2011. Yeah. And um, started with nothing. So... Ten years, then. Ten years. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem, you know, it seems like three years ago you left um, Oklahoma. <laughs> it goes by fast. Time goes by fast. Yeah. So, you know, um, Kramer here, their church, they send a lot of Rama students to, yeah. mm-hmm. to us. Tell us about the program you guys got have at your, at your church. Well, we see such a value from this school. And, and, I, and, I, and I think about this, I think sometimes pastors can be a little bit afraid to, to lose good people. Um, and they think of kids going off or, or leaders going off to Rama, they're losing people. But I, I believe this, that as a pastor, our job is to equip people for the work of ministry, right. whatever that may be. I mean, in whatever field they're called to be in. And if God has placed a call in their life, it would be a shame for me to discourage them from going to Bible school. In fact, my desire is that they do fulfill the call of God. So whether they come back to whether they come back or not, or not, I found this to be true that when you sow people into their destiny, right. God sends a multitude of people in their place. And this is going to sound interesting. I started doing the math recently and uh, I noticed that every person that we sent to Rama, we reaped a family back, not a person, a family Rama graduates um, that were skilled, and they're working in the church. You got your niece and, and her husband there, they're Raymond Gray. I got my niece, uh, which is amazing, and yeah. uh, Brittany and Josiah Stewart, yeah, they you, lead you worship. Know, they, they were real involved in my young adults program. They were. Until you stole them from me. Well, and Brittany, she sang <laughs> front line. Them, Greg. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and then, then she traveled with my one of my parents. Yeah, you know, yeah. Say. No, no, we know that we, we we sewed them into your your ministry, and actually, I, I believe that that was huge on mm-hmm. why your children end up coming mm-hmm. to Raymond after the yeah. yeah after talking to you know amazing your awesome thing. You know, it's just it's pretty awesome. Now you're not the only Raymond grad in the family. I mean, mm-hmm. you've had a number of siblings, and even yeah. even your mom came to Raymond. Well, I came out in '88. Uh, I went back in between uh, first and second year, 
And my, my youth leader at the church I was from, they said, man, you're so different. What happened to you? I said, I'm no different. You know, I'm just Dave. They said, no, you're beaming. You're different. And I said, well, I went to Rama. And they said, what's Rama? I said, no, I kind of like Jesus said, come and see. You should check it out. It's amazing. So when I went back the next year, my mom came, two of our youth pastors came, and like four other people. Wow. In other words, they saw, some, they saw, saw such a change in me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't me. It was what I got here from this school. So they all went. And then two years later, my, my, my little sister came. And, and her best friend. Yeah, Nicole. And then um, all my sisters but one came. Most of my cousins, aunts, and uncles came. Um, and it's so neat to see the second and third generation mm-hmm. of people coming. Uh, when Brittany came to school. And, and Brittany Brittany's, is your niece. My niece. Yeah. When she came, I just thought that's the greatest thing ever. Uh, to see her just flourish here at the school. She started singing in frontline worship here, um, just on fire for God. I remember one day I was driving to my sister's house, and my little niece was coming the opposite direction. I could see her. She was worshiping God in that car, just had her hands up, well, one hand on the wheel. And she was so sincerely worshiping Mm -hmm. God. And I thought, that right there, a young woman of God who's on fire for God, who's at Bible school, that's worth it all. And um, when they came to work at our church, they brought the spirit of they brought the spirit of this church, uh, Rama, back mm-hmm. to to our church, and just greatly blessed our worship. Um, the the presence of Rama is in our sanctuary, and uh, and it's pretty awesome. Like I said, you know, she she worked. I mean, you know, she volunteered here. She was a yeah. frontline singer. She traveled with my parents. Yeah, you know, you know, singing there. She she worked and our synergy, which is yeah. our young adults. And, you know, you know, not only did she get a training at Rama Bible college, yeah. but also, you know, you know, here at the church and, and all over. I mean, yeah. so, and then she was able to take that to your church, yeah, which set people on fire, which ultimately sent more people to Rama. Yeah. It's you know? amazing. Cause jo- Josiah, he, he, he was real involved with prayer school here in the yeah. ministry. He came back and he just has a knack. He teaches our prayer school. And it's incredible every week. They both work with the youth. And uh, our youth just got so touched that now, this year, four planning, four of our youth are planning to come wow. to Rama. And I said, man, that is worth it all. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of churches are losing their youth. Mm-hmm. They're going out into the world. I want to send our kids yeah. to a place where I know they're going to thrive, where they're going to grow up in God, where their life will be changed and their children's lives will be changed. And man... There is nothing better. Um, so what we do at, at our church is I've made this commitment. I said, Lord, if anyone sincerely wants to go to school, we'll send them. So we, we're, what we're working on is this, we call it a scholarship program where we just encourage people on top of your tithes and offerings. If you want to help send a kid to school, we have a tab on our site. You click on that. And uh, our church is really behind it. Because they yeah. see the fruit of what's right. happening right. from this school. Them kids, you know, they don't always come back. When they do, they're different. So I'm so thankful for this ministry. Uh, it's changed my life, you know. Yeah, and, you know, it's because you came that all your family members and mm-hmm. all your friends, you know, came. You know, not, not to put the, you know, all that uh, on you, but it's awesome to, to see God work. 
Yeah. And you know, um, it's, it's awesome to see you guys. It's hard to, to sew back because whether they come back to the Phoenix area or whether they go and fulfill what God called them to do, because that's ultimately what you wanted them to do. Yeah. You know, and you know, like I said, and every time you sew a student, a family comes back. That's so, right. So it's just, it's just awesome. Plus it's, it's changed your church. Yes. I mean, your church is, um, you know, it's just amazing this, to see God work, but maybe you're listening out there and you're like, well, I want to know more about Rhema. Well, the best and the easiest way to do it is go to RBTC, Rhema Bible Training College, rbtc.org. You go on that website. There's all kinds of information about Rhema. There's a place that you can fill out your information. And, and once you do, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you about Rhema, send you some more information, and, and set up a time to ca- come to campus yeah. and take a tour of Rhema Bible Training College. Because you know what? So many stories we, we've heard, you know, once I came to campus, you know, when I, when I came to campus is, is when I made that decision that, that, that I want to go to Rama. You know, it doesn't matter how old or how young you might be because some people think, well, I'm not 18 anymore. Well, you know, we, we have 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, you know, and we have 60-year-olds that come to Rama. In fact, Rama is one of the top military-friendly schools in the nation. And so if you happen to be a veteran, um, you know, there's all kinds of veteran benefits for not only you, but you and your spouse to come to Rhema. I think that even extends to your kids. Children, yeah. Um, and so um, you can check that out through the, through the VA association. But, um, man, you know, what, whether you feel called to the ministry or whether you, you just want to just learn more about the, about the things of God, some people just come to Rhema and they're like, well, I just want to learn more about the Bible. And then while they're there, while they're here, the Lord gets a hold of them and calls them to the ministry. You know, but mm-hmm. you don't have to feel that you're called to be a ministry. I'm sure when you came to Rama, you had no idea. You were just coming to Bible school. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, thus saith the Lord, you know, you know, you know, I I can see that Dave's gonna be a pastor and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you just came and put your hand to whatever whatever God set in front of you and and I know you, I know your heart that, you know, if if you stayed working here at the ministry, you know, just helping out and you know, mm-hmm. you you would have considered yourself a successful person. Yes. But you know, but God had more for you than that. Yeah. You know. And then I'm pretty proud that you know, tonight tonight you're gonna be the commencement speaker here, Raymond. <laughs> well, I tell you it's just uh you know, Kramer's one of my one of my best friends and <laughs> we've done a lot of things together for many, many years and you know, in fact um I remember his graduation night. Actually, the he graduated class of 1990, and I had just took taken over in, in 1990. Um, I took over for as the you know the crusade um, director here for for Kentucky Ministries Rain Bible um, Church. And one of my jobs as crusade director is I was in charge of Raymer graduation. And so at that time we were downtown. Um, there, you know, downtown Tulsa, you know, at the Tulsa Convention Center, um, later on called the Cox Convention Center, and now they remodeled it, so so we're actually here on campus now. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and one of the things, I mean, graduation ceremony is really really important for me because um, um, I helped create a lot of different things that we have during graduation ceremony. Um, one of it being the flag ceremony. I yeah. mean, m- mom and, and dad, you know, as we started having international. Students said, we need to figure out something to be able to honor those. And so we created the flag ceremony. Wow. And, and then um, my parents went to Samoa's graduation, and they saw that all the Samoans had torches. And so mom's like, you think we could have torches? 
And I said, well, I don't think we can have everyone have a torch, you know. So, so we do have we have torch bearers, so people come in and wear it. And, and you know, the thing about it, we we have to get, you know, a fire permit from from the city in order to do that. It's a little easier on our own, you know, church because we burn a church down, nobody cares. But if we burn down the convention center, people do care. So a little bit easier there. But you know, we're like, well, everyone can't have a torch. So it actually, it was Kramer and I um, mm-hmm. that we um, we found candles, and that's why the graduates um, you know, hold hold candles. Um, and then a number of years later, I think it was 1995 when when Dad preached the message. You know, we call it the baton message. Yeah. And so, and and if if you watch the end of his message, he says, "Craig, you think that we could get batons for?" Everyone, and of course, you know, I'm like, sure. Mm. And you, you ought to see the, the company, the batons that they get. So we pass out a baton to everyone who graduated from Rainbow, and it's an actual track baton. From, yeah. I mean, we are the one of the largest. You understand, most track teams buy like two batons. So every once in a while, that that they'll do some commemorative things that they'll put. You know, so you have four guys in, in a relay team. I have a couple of different relay teams, but you know, they might do eight batons for for somebody. So we we call them up when we need like five. 500 5,000 whatever because we were we order them in bulk and they're like you want what <laughs> and, and and we want them you know certain colors and all this kind of stuff you 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 want when we want I mean, so it is pretty interesting but you know we are the largest buyer of batons for that sports company it's, it's amazing just, it's pretty wild you know and graduation is always a special time for me in fact even this morning i kind of got a little choked up and yeah. you know i don't i don't really get choked up a whole lot but you know, just seeing graduation practice and, you know, it's so exciting. And, you know, I'm just so excited for, for Kramer here and, you know, that, you know, I, I know it's a, it's a big honor to, to do graduation. In fact, um, when I called him on the phone, I think he thought I was joking or something like that. <laughs> like they want me. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. Um, so, but it is a tremendous honor. Yeah. I, I don't think that me or you have ever been asked to be probably not graduation speaker. No. I, I'm the prayer. I'm the card passer. They're the card passer. And the gate upon the graduates coming up the <laughs> yeah. stage. Well, you can kick them off the, the yeah. stage if you wanted to. I have so. to be a little firm-handed with some of them. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I get a pray at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I get to close out the, the thing. Well, actually, speaking of Raymond graduation, also, after I pray, then they sing the school song, which I also helped wrote. I remember. You know, so it's, you know, right, you know Raymond graduation kind of has a, a, you know, it means more to me than... Than most things, but the coolest thing is though when we see some of our international graduations yeah. around the world, and and they have tried to emulate our graduation, yeah. and so it's really yeah. cool to see. You know, most of our schools now have have actually used the baton things, and you know, it's just like we we do, and it's so cool to say like, man, you know, I I you know I helped create that, and now we're emulating that same feel at, at our you know 271 campuses all around the nation, all around the w- world, you know, and, and it's it's. It's just pretty awesome, right. you know, the impact of Rama, you know, and then I believe now we're up to over 93,000 worldwide graduates, right. you know, and I, I remember my, my grandfather, when we first started Rama, said, if we can just train 50, wow. 50 a year, you know, we, we can do something toward reaching this world. And I'm just so exciting, you know. It's amazing. Craig, how many schools are there now? Yeah, well, well two hundred. I think I think it's actually officially two hundred seventy-two. Wow. Um, in I think it's fifty-one or fifty-two nations. I can look at my notes, but oh, it's fifty-four. It's yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's fifty-four nations yeah. because now not not all schools are actually they've been approved. Um, just like we just approved the Congo, I think two schools in the Congo 
Um, and they'll probably kick off in 2022 or 2023, you know, because it takes time for once we approve, then they got to get the teachers, get, you know, find a place for the buildings or, or what. Sometimes they have a place, but the Congo, they're starting from nothing. Mm-hmm. And so they'll have to find a place to be able to, you know, to hold the school and different things like that. So, so sometimes it takes two or three years before it actually kicks off. Um, and then we normally, most schools, you know, some of them follow the, the same school system type thing. Like, like in Brazil, they start in February, March, and then they graduate in December, which that's the public school kind of does the, the same thing. And so, you know, here in the United States, we start in September and graduate in May. So, you know, a lot of times they follow the school system. But, you know, rbtc.org. Amen. Well, David, it's so good to have you today. You know, it's so awesome what God's doing, you know, around the world. And, and there in, in Chandler, Arizona. Now, once again, it's cl.church, Covenant Life. Yep. Right? cl.church. Cl. If you want to learn more about David's ministry and you know, and you can go to cl.church, Covenant Life. You know, we're going to end today's broadcast like we end every broadcast here at Raymond. We're bringing hope, hope help, and, and healing, healing to the world. world.